Good evening and welcome back to Dark Stories from the Campfire. Tonight I present a special bonus story before I return with tales of magic, dreams, and the occult. My interest in medieval literature is well known and goes back to my childhood. And while most people think of the Thorian legends or religious allegories when discussing written pieces of work from this time period, what is often overlooked is the ghost stories that were also circulating. This was penned as a sort of love letter to the medieval ghost story. For this bonus episode, I present to you The Merchant and the Monk. It was shortly after Vespers and a warm spring day that a merchant began to look for a proper place to bed for the night, for the last town he had crossed was several miles behind him. He was weary of traveling and eager to attend to his prayers in the final meal of the day. Riding along some distance more, the merchant came upon a stone structure not far from the side of the road. This will have to do, the merchant thought to himself. The structure was ancient, he could see, and water-worn. Any identity the edifice once had had been lost to time and memory. For it was apparent this place had been forgotten centuries ago. Having drawn closer to the structure, the merchant dismounted his steed. He had only been able to walk a few steps before stumbling onto a stone plate embedded into the ground, covered by tall grass and weeds. Taking his sword, the merchant swiped at the overgrown foliage, revealing a half dozen more rectangular stone plates. Hacking some more, another dozen became noticeable. Upon seeing this new discovery, the merchant instantly knew he found himself in an old cemetery. This place, the merchant said to himself, must be a temple to a long-forgotten saint. Stepping over the exposed headstones, the merchant noticed the door to the sanctuary, hitherto closed, was now wide open. Verily, what unnatural force rests upon these lands, said the merchant, curling his fingers around the talisman dangling from his neck. His fear subsided upon entering the temple when he saw a monk, dressed in white robes, kneeling before an altar of wood and brass, and a faded image of a woman upon the wall. The monk, deep in thought, did not notice the merchant enter, did not notice the knocks coming from the door. For many moments he listened to the monk and his prayers. At length the monk began to rise, but struggling his ambulation toppled over. Racing over, the merchant bent down to hold the monk, grabbing his robes and pulling him to a stool nearby. Once seated, the monk thanked the merchant profusely before falling silent. Oh, my dear monk, the merchant began, what is this place and how have you come to be its sole keeper? It is Saint Ada that looks over and protects this temple, replied the monk, for it is to her this edifice is dedicated towards. As for my presence and singular keeper, that is a particular story indeed. Crouching down beside the monk, the merchant motioned to him, encouraging the monk to continue his tale. Many years ago, the monk began, I took a pilgrimage to the countryside and mountains in honor of St. Michael. For a week the group I was traveling with sped forth unhindered. The weather was fair and the company jolly. It was during the second week, as the train became more treacherous, the sky turned foul. Rain came down upon us, forcing us to scatter, to seek out shelter on our own terms. I wandered around the mountainside for many hours, looking for any protruding rocks to stick my head beneath to save me from the downpour. The carriage I was riding in provided no such protection for the thin layer of hay that covered the bottom had all washed away, allowing water to leak through. 
It was during this time of day, as my concluding search for refuge was nearing its end, I came upon an opening to a cave. Of course I entered, not giving much thought as to what might be inside. Such thoughts became moot anyway, as deep in the cave I could see a light. Knowing no creature could produce such a creation, I explored deeper. After several steps, I came upon a figure huddled next to a fire. As is our custom, I knocked three times to announce my presence. This figure did not respond. I drew closer, the crackling of the fire growing louder. Reaching down, I grabbed his robes and tugged. The figure's only movement was the covered head, which turned to look directly at me. I asked what name he went by, and if it was possible for me to join his company by the fire. The covered figure nodded and told me his name. Oh, but it was so long ago, I could no longer recall what it was. For several hours we spoke. He knew the scriptures quite well. When I thought the rain had ceased, I sought my departure and bade him farewell. The monk sat silent for some time. At length he started anew. I feared to tell you the end of my story, for what's done is done. As soon as I rose to take my leave, my new companion fell and crumbled to ash. It was then I realized I was speaking with a ghost. I hurried back to my carriage, eager to leave the cave as hastily as possible. The carriage, upon my rapid descent, collided with a rock of some side and overturned, sending me down the side of the mountain. I awoke here in this temple. I am buried not far from the opening of the door. The merchant was silent, not understanding what he was hearing, rose to his feet. The monk, giving one last look up to the merchant, slid off the stool, turning to ash. The merchant turned to leave, only to notice his horse waiting in the moonlight just outside the door, awaiting his exit.